Hello, so glad you could join us on the This Is Why podcast brought to you by the Muskegon YMCA. Here, we go out into our community to discuss the ways we are building a healthier Muskegon and learn more from those who are involved with the Y. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to the This Is Why podcast. My name is Gabe Gerlach. I'm the CEO of the Muskegon YMCA, and today we're here to talk about YMCA Camp Pendaluan and the 100 years of service that we've provided and the hundred, next 100 years that we're going to be continuing to provide uh, programmatically for Muskegon in the near community. I've got some great podcast guests with me today. If you guys want to introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Madeline Lombardo. I'm the executive director of YMCA Camp Pendaluan. So I oversee all of our operations uh, day to day. And I'm Jim. And at Pendaluan, they call me Red Harris. And uh, I was there in from 57 to 64, maybe, something like that, as waterfront director. So we've got lots of history here, two people that have had a big impact on many lives at Pendaluan. Thank you. Um, yes, and if you wouldn't mind, I would like to love to start off by just explaining a little bit more what goes on at camp now. Um, YMCA Camp Pendaluan has been on uh, the shores of Big Blue Lake for just about 100 years. Uh, we're celebrating our 100th anniversary on July 1st. Kids get to enjoy swimming, boating, archery, climbing tower, um, all those activities, but really we focus on relationships with kids, character development, um, and creating bonds that last a lifetime. I know, Madeline, one of my favorite things, your first connection with Pendaluan was as an outdoor education student. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I attended Pendaluan as an outdoor education student with Grand Haven um, Schools, Peach Plains Elementary, in 1998 as a fifth grader. So I was about 10. It was my very first camp experience. And um, I remember distinctly being in the lodge and that we had metal bunk camp uh, bunk beds. Um, and that's pretty much what I remember <laughs> of it. And then I went on into my life and my career and I ended up back at Pendaluan and didn't know that camping could be a career or could be what I wanted to do. And um, it, it came around, but it feels very full circle to be back at Pendaluan and infect, uh, affecting lives uh, that way. So we're very lucky to have you. Red, do you want to share a little bit about your history? I think it's fascinating kind of how you you made your way into to Pendaluan because it wasn't a traditional path. No, but what comes to my mind, first of all, thinking about us sitting here in Pendaluan, love, hate, and ideas are powerful. You can't see them, but they affect people on the inside. Now, what comes to my mind when it comes to Pendaluan is the word idea or ideology. And so I walk in that place and there's the fireplace and it says I'm third. What an ideology is that? I mean, it's, I guess at age 88, when I look around, hello my language, it's the ideology that's supposed to be so I guess we got to go down the street singing Hail Pendaluan every place we go, meaning using and believing and thinking and living that ideology. Now, can you imagine parents sending their kids there and go, oh my word, I want my kid 
to do, believe, and hear that ideology. That, I think, which means I don't know, made Pendaluan special, even be in, in the sense below the conscious level of people that lived there and worked there, that ideology affected their thinking maybe below the conscious level. And I mean, that ought to sell itself, huh? <laughs> yeah, right? absolutely. And I'm Third continues to be such an important part of what we do with the kids at camp. Um, I'm third means God first, other second, and I'm third. So it's about putting other people in front of yourself, truly working to make a difference in people's lives. And I think that's something that we continue with our kids to push on them, to teach them that other people matter, love matters. It oh, just a great way to live your life, to think about other people before you start thinking about yourself. Um, and so it's, I think it was really important what you said about that underscore of parents want their kids to get that feeling, to get to understand that other, to put other people, make a difference and um, really work through, um, we focus a lot on honesty, caring, respect, responsibility, all tied into being third and being, being um, a difference maker in life. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm repeating myself, so in most any place you go, ideology, whether you know it or not, uh, because love, hate, and ideas are powerful because they change people. Uh, yeah. So uh, the longer I was at Pendaluan, the more, not cognitively, um, but in my soul and spirit, that's why we liked it. Because if you live selfishly, it's no fun. It's self-destructive. So now we're teaching kids and uh, most of all, the people I work with not only taught the kids, they model that behavior, you know? Uh, there's just so many stories of, in the middle of the night, uh, kids afraid, and uh, I, I can't go into all those stories, because it take too long. <laughs> we'll do one, yeah. okay? So, this kid was huge, and he was big, and he laughed a lot, but he was intimidating, okay? So, uh, I'm, I get up, and it's midnight, you know, and I don't know why, I was just checking out the camp and walking down the waterfront, and here this big, strong kid is standing in the door. He, Mr. Red, 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 go what? He said, I gotta go to the bathroom. I said, go. He said, I'm afraid of the dark. Yeah. Oh. So I said, this big, strong kid. <laughs> Conquering uh, fears. Yeah, uh, and back in those days, they call it the moon. I know they still call it the moon. Oh yes, we have we have yeah. two. We have East Moon and West Moon now. But yeah, oh, back in the moon the rooms. <laughs> what the moon and blue moon? Blue moon. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, enough of 
bladder control. <laughs> well, I think what you what you're talking about is so important, though. It's those small pieces too, right? We're living that motto in small moments and big moments. We're teaching oh, yeah. kids how to, you know have values, what to value, what to choose. We give them opportunity for choice. We give them opportunity to kind of decide who they want to be. That's why overnight camp specifically is, it's so important. And Pendaluan just, we do it extremely well. Wonderful, wonderful, yeah, yeah. What impact has Pendaluan had on your life? Well, it got into my heart. And what what I mean by that is uh, out of the heart, comes all the issues of life. So, back to the kids. So if you can get uh, not just ideology, but relationships into their hearts, it's gonna come out of their life. To see, to seek. We'll do this one quickly, okay? I so, like it, the more stories, the better. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, it was an all boys camp and uh, when we had uh, a few extra beds open, then Chief Horsley would call what they called back in those days the children's home where kids lived that were just abandoned. Mm -hmm. And uh, I can see those buses breaking those kids out, and they're wild. And, um, I'm going to share one of a huge mistake, okay? Huge mistake, because I'm not really understanding, okay? It's ignorance and it's on the waterfront record. We're gonna have all that stuff. So we're down on the waterfront and they, these kids come and it's the first day, we're going through the rules and like this and I said, do you understand it? And kid go, uh-uh, nope. They go, what? So uh-uh, nope. And the kid had a tick. Mm -hmm. He go, uh-uh, no. Uh, no. In my ignorance, I'm on his case. Oh, uh, I learned a little lesson in humility mm -hmm. on, on that, okay, yeah. So, um, this is, uh, for me, it was heart-rending and heart-throbbing and heart-building when the last day of camp, this big van came and picked up the kids from the children's home, and they were weeping because mm -hmm. they didn't want to leave. Mm -hmm. And so were we, you know. That, oh, the spirit mm -hmm. of the hearts of the people, the counselors and all, had a powerful, my word, ideological, no, on the hearts of those kids. Yeah. yeah. So, one other one before I forget, okay? Mm -hmm. And I don't think I could use their name because maybe they're still alive. I don't know. <laughs> it's problem. So, these two guys, man, I want to because their names just bring back their images in my head. And they were from the children's home. Mm -hmm. And uh, I took them sailing and taught him sailing, you know? And they loved that man, okay. About two weeks later, there's an article in the Muskegon Chronicle that these guys, I don't know, two kids went down to Hartshorn Marina, untied this 
40-foot sailboat oh boy. at night and <laughs> sailed it. How they got this? Oh my God. Look at that confidence <laughs> that you installed. Sailed it across them. Muskegon Lake until it went aground. Oh my <laughs> now, to top it all off, the sailboat was owned by a friend of mine. Oh dear. And he was on the board of the YMCA. Yeah. So I, I was successful, man. I taught these <laughs> kids sailing, man. You did. Really sailing. Yeah. Handle a 40 footer. Yeah. That's great. Do you have any thoughts on? I was just going to say, as you were talking, it's such a privilege to be part of like these kids growing up, you know, and um, we get to be as camp staff, we get to be a small part of that. We see them maybe one, two weeks out of the year, each year, but they come back year after year after year and to watch them grow and change and see how camp has worked throughout and Pendaluan has worked throughout their lives in the interim has, is always such a amazing thing. Um, and I get to have, uh, you know, 90% of my job, especially this time of year is hiring the staff that is going to be affecting the kids' lives. Um, you know, I'm away from them. They, you know, they sometimes know who I am, but <laughs> occasionally uh, they, you know, but they, they really, these young adults that are with them at day in, day out, teaching them to swim, teaching them to sail, teaching them. Um, to be third and all of those things is um, so important and, you know, hiring the right people that have that mm -hmm. heart to make those heart affecting changes is, is just of the utmost importance. So that's one of the things I was thinking about as you were talking about the, the way that the kids were affected and how it comes from the young adults that are giving a lot of their summer and the, a time that they could be doing a million other things to change these kids' lives. Yeah. So um, he was funny. And I think chief, maybe, I don't know. And uh, Uncle Ben, who was the assistant director, didn't particularly care about this counselor because he was too wild. Mm -hmm. But everybody wanted to be in his class, in his cabin, you know. He was just a big kid, and he was very, very bright. And he lived in Detroit, but he was from Muskegon, and he went to camp when he was a kid. And he was on a swim dock with me, because when I was there, it was basically a water camp. Mm -hmm. It was all about water, you know? Mm -hmm. And the ideology, I believe, was, well, kids can't do this we should do stuff that kids can't do in town, so to speak. Yep. So, uh, new experiences, uh, right? Pardon? New experiences, new skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah provide sure. Them with. And yeah. water was the big thing then, you know. And so, uh, this guy was a great counselor. He worked on the waterfront with me, and I knew he was a great teacher. Uh, and he went to Hope College. And so, uh, I said, man, you got to come back next year. He said, no, I can't afford it, you know. Mm -hmm. So in the spring of the year, I loaded up my car with a bunch of kids that he really liked, okay? Mm -hmm. They were wild. <laughs> you know, they, they were, you know? And by the way, these kids, and th this is before the Great Society, so these kids that I knew I had in class lived in abject poverty. Mm -hmm. Now, I can explain. They, they didn't get three meals a day, you know? And so when they went to Camp Penaluan, they're going, because I had them in class in school, and they go, 
oh man, coach, the food is great. They had three meals a day, you know. So, and this counselor, Hoka, loved those guys. But he said, I can't come back. So I loaded up my car, went to Hope College, found out that he was in a chemistry lab, took the kids right with me into the chemistry <laughs> lab. And when he met him, he goes, okay, I'm coming back. Yeah, uh, I should try that recruitment technique. <laughs> yeah. But you see, that's, I think what it did is it showed his heart yeah. mm -hmm. more than anything else because he had this, there's the word, heart. Mm -hmm. Out of the heart comes all the issues of life. You know, what's really in your heart comes out of your life, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why it's awful to be a hard-hearted person. And then coaching football all those years, some of those guys were half-hearted. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. And I don't know meaning I'm learning what it would be to love God with your whole heart, mind, and strength. Wow. Mm -hmm. So it starts, see, with my heart. So if at Pendleon we touch people's hearts, not just their mind, their heart, see? So it, I'm thinking, okay, because you see, it could be nothing more than what the culture that we live in, it's behavior modification, but then there's no change. Mm -hmm. But you see, that's what great personal relationships between the counselor and the kid, now you got a heart issue. See, and those kids that I took, in their heart, they love Preston, and in his heart, he loved those kids, and he couldn't afford it, but he came. Yeah. yeah. Because out of the heart come all the issues of life. Yeah. yeah. I bet they were all better for it, too, on both sides, right? The impact. You can see it both from the counselors and the staff and then also from the kids. I know, I mean, I can speak personally. My son, my son so I've, uh, I've been at Pendaluan since 2017. So when I started, he was six. And... Uh, He's still the counselor that he had that first year. He truly believes in his heart of hearts that Chandler is one of his like deep friends. And so anytime he sees Chandler, who fortunately is still around, <laughs> he, it, it is. It's this instant connection and they share things together. And Chandler always takes the time to talk to him in that piece. And that's so important for Brayden. Thanks. Thanks for saying that. Because you see, we don't know the perception what's, that's going on in those mm -hmm. kids. So... I'm listening to you and what you're really saying is your son thinks this counselor likes him more than anybody else. Yep. <laughs> so that's his perception, you know, and his favorite, you know. That's powerful. It is. That's the whole business of the essence of life is caught up in one word. It's relationship. So back to Penelon. Right relationship with God, others, self. Mm -hmm and then the whole environment at that camp. Yeah, the impact is huge, right? When you add huge. those pieces together. It's huge. So I'm daydreaming now, thinking, man, I want to go back to Penaloa. Get all, get <laughs> we'll all have to get you out for yeah, the hundred. No, 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 no. Get all those, <laughs> the point is, get all those mugs around us, 
all the kids and all the counselors say, look at us. Hey, you guys, you want to see something really powerful? If we all have one heart, oh my word, if the, if the, see your hearts are a bundle of desires. So if our hearts all had this, I'm third, God, we had the same heart. Oh man, mm -hmm. uh, there'd be traffic jam on Fruitvale <laughs> Road, yeah, yeah. And, and the point isn't the traffic jam. The point is that um, people go where they're celebrated. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I taught school long enough to see kids whose only perception was, because you couldn't change their perception, mm -hmm. that they were never celebrated maybe once in a while tolerated, but not celebrated. And see, that's, I think, when I was there, and I don't know what it is now, the cabins were small enough mm -hmm. that you, you're probably gonna get celebrated in that cabin, because this counselor is gonna make this relationship. Yeah, building that deep personal relationship yeah. with them that they'll remember you know, Brayden will remember Chandler for the rest <laughs> of his life, sure. yeah. you know, and yeah. um, and building that that bond apart through these experiences. But as you said, those relationships and the the same heart and what they they want and kind of going even kids get a chance at camp to be something to be who they want to be. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you were telling a story earlier about the the big the big guy who was nervous about going outside. And you wouldn't think that um, in the dark and you wouldn't think that big guy would be nervous about it, right? Because you see who he is and he probably has to put on a front at school oh, or yeah. in his normal oh, life. Yeah. But at camp, he gets to be, he gets to admit that he's nervous about yeah, it yeah. and um, have that safety be and be accepted. And um, that's one of the, the great things about camp is kids get to experiment and be who they want to be and be celebrated for who they really are, so... One of the things I love that you mentioned earlier that I think you, Madeline, continue to do today is we really do reach out and spend a lot of time making sure we bring kids to camp that couldn't otherwise, you know, maybe there's a financial barrier or whatever the barrier may be, and that we make a, a point of ensuring that those kids get to have that experience too. So I believe it's about 40% of our campers come with some kind of scholarship in that piece, which I think is very important too yeah. to that piece that you're talking about, making sure that all kids have access to that type of discovery, to that type of opportunity, because all kids would benefit oh, yeah. from a camp experience, See, from that, a Pendaluan experience yeah. specifically. And that's the person of mm -hmm. Chief Horsley. I mean, some of the guys that I worked with there, and they developed into lawyers and all that. Chief brought them out as young kids to scrub in the kitchen. And two of them, you know, had no, one of them had no, no father, and I can't remember that. But two of them, down the road a piece, became um, your job. They, they became the direct camp director, yeah. two of them. Mm -hmm. And these are kids that had nothing. But see, eventually, I don't know what happened in anybody's heart, but there was something there that them, drew them back again mm -hmm. and again 
And even though they were kitchen help, down the road a piece, they graduated and came back and were camp directors. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, as we look, we're looking forward, what do you think the future importance of Pendaluan is? So we've had a great history of 100 years. What do you think it needs to look like as we move forward? Or, or how can we continue to provide these really wonderful experiences? Well, it goes, goes, what goes through my mind is uh, don't change. <laughs> that's, I, and I, I, that's what goes through my mind. I didn't say I'm right, but that's what goes through my mind. I think the next 100 years is I'm third and live it and enjoy doing it. Mm -hmm. You guys all know this, that there's a joy. I didn't say happiness, because temporary happening, joy is something permanent. So the joy of being a waterfront director and handling discipline was the relationships with the kids. I think those kids that sometimes give us a little bit of a run for our money are the ones that stick out in our <laughs> brains the most and have the most, um, even, even as like administrators or directors, they touch our hearts a lot more sometimes than the ones that, yeah. uh, that we don't necessarily see <laughs> on a multiple times throughout the week basis and things like that. We often get far, far more from the campers than we provide to them. So I'm talking to this guy, what do you want to do this summer? Work on the line at Ford? Or do you want to go swimming with kids in canoeing? What, what do you want to do? You want to go hiking and camping? You like to go fishing, turtle diving? What do you want to do, man? Man, you can work at the line at Ford your whole stinking life, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not trying to sell anybody, I'm just saying. <laughs> You're doing a great job with no. it. <laughs> Well, thank you for coming, Red and Madeline, and talking about Pendaluan and the impact that it has had on many kids for many years and the impact it's going to continue to have. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much. It was, it was fun. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the This Is Why podcast, supported by the Muskegon YMCA. If you would like more information about anything discussed in today's episode, or if you have suggestions for a topic you would like to learn more about, please visit muskeganymca.org.